0: Direct Trust, the not-for-profit association that supports a scalable, standards-based way to securely and directly exchange health information, including provider-to-provider and patient-to-provider, is getting new leadership in September. But its founding president and CEO, Dr. David Kibbe, who will be stepping down from the organization, is not planning to step away from important issues involving health data security and health IT. I'm Marianne Kolbisak Begie, Executive Editor of Information Security Media Group, and today I'm speaking with Dr. Kibbe. So, Dr. Kibbe, why did you decide to step down from direct trust, and what are your plans looking ahead?
1: I will have been the President and CEO from the beginning of this organization in 2012 until now, which is just about six years' worth of startup activity, really. People don't necessarily think of a nonprofit trade alliance as a startup but, but that's what we've done and we've been very successful. Uh, we've grown to an organization that has went from essentially no transactions per year to over 200 million transactions in the healthcare industry per year and growing about 20% per year. so um, it's been a, a good good run. and I think it's time for me to, to move on and, and take my energy and enthusiasm to another place. As to uh, what I'm going to do, right now I'm focused on finishing the year uh, with direct trust. We have a lot that's going on and making sure that the transition to the new leadership, the executive leadership under Scott Stewie, goes well. It's going extremely well, and I, I'm I'm not thinking so much about what I'm going to do next year as I'm thinking about making sure we have a successful transition.
0: So, Dr. Kibby. You mentioned some of the achievements of Direct Trust. What are you most proud of in terms of the work that Direct Trust has done in helping to promote secure health information exchange nationally?
1: Yeah, I'm most proud of the fact that we are a very successful governmental private sector uh, partnership. Um, as you know, the impetus for standards based health information exchange started with. ONC back in 2010, and Direct Trust had a cooperative agreement during 2013 and 2014. And that attracted a very strong group of private sector organizations. We now have 35 HISPs and over 125 members of Direct Trust serving over 120,000 healthcare provider organizations using over 400 electronic health records. So that could only have happened if we had a very collaborative attitude. Uh, We had good volunteers. We had people who were not just interested in the technology, not just interested in making money, but in public service and doing something good for the nation uh, at at the same time as they were making livings uh, doing health care or providing electronic transport for patient health information. So what I'm most proud about is the, the collaboration that we've been able to achieve. In terms of growth, it's been quite extraordinary. Um, I think a lot of people had very strong doubts about whether or not we would ever achieve any growth, but it's been pretty extraordinary uh, in terms of the way in which this organization and its partnerships and stakeholders have adopted direct exchange over the last five years, essentially.
0: So, Dr. Kibbe, what are your views on the state of secure, interoperable National Health Information Exchange? Where do you think there is the most room for improvement and the direction that it needs to go?
1: Well, I'm pretty optimistic. I I think that the healthcare system as a whole has very, very significant problems. Uh, We are overpriced and undercapable in terms of quality. Uh, Everybody knows that, and and there has not been a strong incentive for sharing of health information and moving health information across the boundaries of uh, provider organizations and uh, health IT systems. We have over 400 (laughs) certified electronic health record products, uh, so it's quite an environment where it's a multi-vendor environment and probably will maintain that. And yet, I think we have made very significant gains in the last five years. Particularly with direct and with fire, Uh, I think direct is it can be seen as the successor to fax and e-fax when one wants to get information to go from A to B electronically, securely, and interoperably. And I think fire will become the way in which we automate electronic queries for health information from party A to party B, or possibly from party A to parties B, C, D, and E. And. Uh, what we need now is additional business model uh, support for uh, interoperable exchange of health information. We need to find ways in which uh, healthcare provider organizations are held accountable for the cost and quality of care such that they um, adopt interoperable uh, health information technology because it, it helps them to improve quality and cut costs.
0: So, Dr. Kibbe, you mentioned how complicated health exchange can be, health data exchange can be, you know, being there, there's so many different vendor platforms out there. The Department of Health and Human Services seems to think that intentional information blocking by health IT vendors and some health care providers is a problem that needs to be addressed. Do you think it's a problem that's hindering patient care? And what about fixing the problem what do you suggest what what needs to be done
1: I think that probably what will kind of blow the whole thing open in terms of patients access to health information will be a combination of highly technical, secure interoperable uh, solutions like uh, direct trust has developed and fire is developing with in some form of coalition with companies like Apple and Microsoft and Google who have have created such uh, significant patient experience, good patient experience, good, good co- consumer experience, if you will, along with a slice or a sector of the healthcare provider organizations that really figure out the value to them of having uh, very intelligent approaches to patient engagement. And I think that's what I think will – Create the kind of perfect storm for the flow of information between providers and providers and patients to, to occur. We're not there yet. We still, much to my amazement, do not have among provider organizations a mentality of helping patients to really understand what's wrong with them and, and how to get better and how to get healthier and how to do that with health information, but it's coming and we still have not put together all the, the different pieces in terms of how to do this, not just to make money, but to make the public's health improve. But I'm very confident that, that we're making progress, and I expect the next two, three years will be very, very interesting.
0: And Dr. Kibby, as more health data is exchanged nationally, any worries about whether or not it'll be done in a way that's secure enough and where there aren't sloppy practices involved or, you know, lack of solid security controls that could, you know, potentially also mean more breaches?
1: Well, across healthcare as an industry, it's hard to imagine it being much sloppier than it is now. So, I think we're we're still seeing healthcare provider organizations in particular trying to harden their systems. I think we've got a long ways to go. I certainly think that the era of APIs in healthcare has a lot to learn from the era of APIs uh, from Facebook and Twitter um, and Facebook in particular. And, and I, I think that people are beginning to get more skeptical and more uh, openly afraid of what can happen to their, inf- their personal information, not just their personal health information, but, but pictures and texts and any kind of information about themselves, that's very healthy. and, and uh, I, I, I see us going into the, the era of more open exchanges of health information as one where uh, hopefully we will match that skepticism and fear with good tools and good practices and good oversight so that we can uh, assure patients uh, of privacy and, and the security and trust and identity that they absolutely have to have in order for this to work well.
0: And Dr. Kibbe, finally, what's next for you after you're done working with direct trust to the end of the year? What's next for you?
1: Well, first and foremost, some time with family and probably some travel. And then we'll see what what happens. I'm interested in continuing to be active in roles that take advantage of the things that I've been working on for 25 years in healthcare. care. But as I said earlier, my focus really is not on what happens to me next. It's making sure that direct trust has a, has a good, solid, and successful transition.
0: Thanks, Dr. Kibbe. Best of luck to you as you begin your next endeavors. I'm Marianne Kolbesek-McGee of Information Security Media Group, and I've been speaking to Dr. David Kibbe of Direct Trust. Thanks for listening.